Hello and welcome to an all new Marvel cast, Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond, from Avengers and Defenders to Mr. Knight and Jake Lockley. My name's Ashley Hobley, the Explosion Network's podcast host with multiple personalities, and joining me today is Ultimate Karen Marchant. Do, do I get to be one of your personalities? No. Because, you know what, I think it'd be hilarious if Dylan and me were just your different personalities. <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast, podcast <laughs> just because of that look. <laughs> and also joining us, the astonishing Dylan Blight. I would be here to talk about Batman. <laughs> yes. Where is she? Sorry. Rachel. Uh, <laughs> this, so this episode, we're talking about the first episode of Moon Knight. But kick things off, Kieran, what do you know about Moon Knight? Uh, not too much. Uh, just what I have seen of him in a couple kind of comic book appearances. Um, I guess more in, I guess, uh, I think I can remember more interactions with Dead Evil out of any other character. Um, and his pop-ups in like Ultimate Alliance and stuff like that, but not, not absolutely heaps. This is probably my first in-depth, uh, look at Moon Knight. Dylan? I think I tried to read... Uh, some in maybe 2014-15-ish. I read maybe three, four issues and decided it was not for me. And I jumped out. Of whatever that current run was. Like, it was the current run. So, Yeah, I also know very little about Moon Knight. I think he's been described to me in the past as bat a crazy version of Batman for Marvel. <laughs> That's pretty much, you know. All I knew about him and kind of all I've known... I think I've obviously been trying to make a Moon Knight series for a while. Um, he's definitely been one that's been requested for in the fan theory forums or on Twitter and stuff. Uh, so yes, we're finally here. Uh, so let's talk about the first episode of Moon Knight, The Goldfish Problem. Directed by Mohamed Diab. Written by Jeremy Slater. Stephen Grant learns that he may be a superhero may also share a body with the ruthless mercenary uh dylan what do you think of the first episode of moon knight um it was really good i really enjoyed it it's um it's totally not like anything else that we've had on the disney plus mcu um shows before um i've already seen people sort of saying it's like the netflix stuff and i'm like i guess like that's one way to sort of explain the the sh- like having a bit more of a darker tone and theme or whatever. Um, funny enough, all that Netflix stuff's now Disney Plus anyway. So like, yeah. it's just, it's, um, it's like the Disney Plus stuff. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> it's really good. Watching, um, this accent, <laughs> I couldn't, I think for the first, like, <laughs> for the first half of the episode, I was like, what I a choice. Loved it. <laughs> what, what, what a choice. A but choice. it, but I think, I think, um, it really works. But, um, no, I, I think the this is a lot of setup, obviously, in this episode. Um, I kind of wish they'd dropped two at the same time, like they'd done for previous stuff, almost, because it is just, like, introduction to um, one of his personalities, so Steven, and then you have the teases of others, and then they introduce the villain, kind of. Um, Ethan Hawke is looking like he's having a great time in this, playing... Um, this role, uh, and then it's yeah. I, I I think some of the CGI is sort of let down. There's like the CGI seemed cheaper in this than some of the other Marvel stuff, and maybe that's because it's an unproven character and they didn't give it quite the same budget. But especially in the highway chase, I would say some of the cars just looked very Play-Doh-y, like plastic swinging around vehicles, and 
um, bits and pieces and stuff like that. Um, and then the other thing worth pointing out before I forget is, um, and I'm guarantee that I won't be the other one to pick up on this because it's uh, it's like it's like having characters say hard shot first in a show. They clear he clearly states that Avatar isn't an anime, which is uh, I'm sure going to be decisive. Yeah, <laughs> I just <laughs> I just like that he mentioned both of them. I think yeah. that was a great moment. You know? That was a great line though. The blue people like the, the <laughs> anime. <laughs> <laughs> uh kieran what are your thoughts on moon knight um i loved it i i really loved it i think tonally this this project has some really interest to it and i think comparing it to the other um i guess the disney plus show so far this it, for production wise in terms of uh how it's been shot uh the general kind of tone throughout it the um writing so far for this first episode it feels like it's a bit of a step above what we've got next like this feels like it's out of the rain realm of comic book tv show and just kind of more in its own little um space uh i don't know why i I both loved it but at the same time felt incredibly uncomfortable for much of the show just with like the I, i don't know if it was a sense of suspense or um just how tense things were at times with with kind of some of the camera angles and the shots that were chosen um i think like this this has a really interesting and almost jarring um nature with where it goes from its different kind of tones and settings with um one minute it's this darker more um tense almost thriller nature to it of of what is going on to steven kind of him um discovering bits and pieces to next minute getting a very much a deadpool vibe from the um the cupcake van chase and like kind of having um the music involved with that and the the more violent nature of the cuts between i really enjoyed how he switches throughout all that period were just um kind of split second cuts and then changing of the situation and, and kind of um showing the 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 different kind of the almost the whiplash effect of the different characters involved um there was you know even elements of horror including you know the the final scenes with the the dog like creature and the um the like the scenes with him him in the elevator and those corridors i thought were incredibly um unnerving in many ways even the stage of the i guess the monster like creature with the staff kind of walking towards him and building towards him like i I felt really tense during that moment and i think this is it's a really interesting nature for it i think oscar isaac did a great job throughout this whole thing he switches and changes from um the different perspectives kind of that we didn't see that much I think it's it, it, it works to that effect that we have Stephen's accent be that that more kind of um, Londoner kind of accent. Um, him saying very normal English in London terms, like you know, later Gator and stuff like that. Is that and, is um, it those English phrases later Gator? See on the flip flop. <laughs> yeah, the, see on the flip flop is a bit of a different one, but later Gator is uh, later Gator, and then the response is in a while crocodile. I mean, yeah. Um, that's it, but it's, yeah, it's, like I think it's everywhere, but it's it's very I don't know it's those kind of things are um, remind me very much of England in, in the way he talks. 
Um, I thought it was very interesting for him to to find a, a Motorola flip phone um, <laughs> in the 2022. They're coming back, right? Um, they they be, they do be coming back. Um, you can buy flip phones, Motorola. Like um, you can, you can. You can. They're, they're around, but they're all the right. They're not. Um, yeah, <laughs> they're not. They ain't coming back properly. But um, no, I think I think this is really interesting. I do wish. The only my only criticism is I didn't love the the ending. Like I wish there had been more of the shots of his transformation into Moon Knight instead of having the the cut and then the cut back to him kind of coming to that trailer shot of him beating down on the. It's a cliffhanger ending. Yeah, it, it, it's just it's tears. And I'm still not a massive fan of the costume, or at least this version of the costume. I think the other version or the other personality costume that we we've seen of Moon Knight in promotional stuff I really fucking love um, this costume I, I don't I don't see is there a I second one there is a second one I've seen actually have you seen the second one probably but you know I probably just about, yeah that's okay but yeah I probably just haven't noticed a, the difference it's like dude in the white suit yes. jumping around yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah I really I really like the episode as well. I think it was a great build. Um, I think, you know, I think it's quite, it's different to like a lot of these other MCU characters who we kind of know their story. And, you know, this one is definitely an introduction to this character and to this world, um, especially given that it's completely separate to everything else in the MCU. Uh, you know, um, you know, there's been very few events happen in London, you know, other than Thor 3. Um, Dark World? Isn't that Thor 2? Yeah, Dark Thor 2, sorry. My apologies. Ragnarok Eternals? Is, okay. Eternals had a I guess that's true. in London? Yeah, I was just quickly thinking off the cusp what, what uh, has been that, in London. No, it's not the same museum. Um, Sp- Spider-Man, Spider-Man Far 2? From Home? Yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home just yeah. finishes in London? Like, yeah. the whole final act takes place in London? You got three Londons. Three Londons. One even Spider-Man Far From Home includes like Tower Bridge, um, like it includes quite significant. Got you there, fake fan. <laughs> Damn. London's Damn. a big city. I mean, it could have been a very like this lower east side. <laughs> they, I don't know. Look, the, the important thing London's is it's not New York City. Like that's it's not <laughs> New York. Is what yes. I'm saying. <laughs> Where everyone else is. You know, the, all of those people were visiting. Really, you know, they're not there full time. No. Can't wait for Captain. Well, Captain no, Britain. neither neither Moon Knight isn't there all the whole time. Considering we've I mean, seen he's him in the Swiss Alps, in apparently. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed like the build up of like him figuring out to a certain degree, uh, you know, or him finding out uh, that somebody else is inhabiting his body. I think the slow reveal about that, like opening with him waking up uh, strapped <laughs> to the bed. <laughs> Um, there, there is, there is one minor problem I always have with this. Anything where characters uh, miss days or like they have like a black. How do you not check it one day? Phone. How do you not see it on your phone? There is so much where I'm like, that is one of the things I just can't. I, I find it really hard in, the, in movies and TV shows when they do this to suspend the disbelief when he's like looked at his phone multiple times throughout this, especially uh, on that date. The it's like you didn't I notice. Feel like, um. The, at, like this my sort phone of now it says Wednesday, thirtieth of March. Yeah, how do the but this is like sort of something coming into the show, like knowing that um, 
Uh, so it deals with someone who's got a what's it called? Dissociative. Uh, no. Dissociative. Dissociative. Uh, identity fuck. disorder. I think that's it. Right. That's it. Correct? Which, uh, yes, that's the correct thing. Over the years, like I think originally, probably when they made Moon Knight, they would have just called it something really offensive. Now and like for a while, a lot of people called it um, multiple personality disorder or whatever. But yep. yeah, DID is the uh, <laughs> correct um, medical terminology. Um, I think that given it's a subject like a, a condition that a lot of people I would have assumed still thought was even up to recently, like not actually a real thing. Um, and then there was also the fact that in movies like um, Split and Glass, it was sort of considered that their sort of treatment of it was not well received by people who have a DID or like medical professionals, you know, anything like that. Um, I think it's like that was probably one of the reasons the show wasn't just magically pushed out the gate without um, like like treating it responsibly. And that's sort of something I'm going to be definitely interested to see how the, go sh- the show goes forward. I definitely feel like there's nothing in this show that seems to be like making a joke out of it, like more so than like naturally funny bits. Like it doesn't feel like it's like – being mean spirited about the disorder, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's sort of played naturally for any of the, the sorts of laughs. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be interested to see what other people, um, potentially think about it. And I, I definitely think it's going to be a, a discussion point for the entire season run what, and how they treat that given it's not something that's just not portrayed in media as a disorder that, that much. I remember watching, um, uh, what's he fuck? Uh, Anthony from, Smosh on his channel. Um, he did. yeah, I watched. I started watching that recently. The the one with the the lady with the DID where she yeah he he did a he did an entire episode where he talked to like four or five different people on that show he does on YouTube with DID Anthony Padilla. That's it, Padilla. Um, that's well worth checking out if people want to see like a uh watch something with real people with the disorder sort of so, um, talk about it. So we shouldn't but, expect like a United States of Tara uh spinoff. No, I don't think so. But it, I, I definitely feel like it's going to be, like... Fun I, fact, I, I, did you know Brie Larson's in that show? Uh, no. I didn't. I, I haven't watched it since whenever it was first I've on TV. I've not... I was just looking up something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... Um, I definitely feel like that's going to be one of the more interesting things of the show going forward. Because it's just like... It's not like covering someone with, you know, depression or, you know, something that I feel like most people have sort of got to hang on, mm. um, like, how you treat... Uh, that sort of thing like as far as a mental illness can go this is a um one that's just not covered and it's going to be interesting yeah i mean it'll be interesting to see if they just if they actually treat it as a mental illness or if it's hey this mark specter's uh just a disembodied soul that's uh trapped in your body uh they're going to because i know they've said previously in interviews that that's the way they're going and i know that's how in more recent versions of the mm. comics maybe not the original interpretation yeah. but more recent versions of the character that is the the version the given answer as to his yeah why and how but yeah i think his his whole routine is quite interesting um i didn't realize it at the at the start as to why his bed is surrounded in sand or why he's got tape in his door but then it's like it kind of clicks like oh he's like he thinks 
he'll be able to notice if he's like waking up in the middle of the night doing like stuff. Foot, well, I think he, he believes yeah. he's like some form of sleepwalking rather yes. or yeah. something rather than yeah. um, he thinks he's sleepwalking. Or... So he thinks if he puts sand there, he'll be able to see his footsteps. He thinks if he puts tape over the door, he'll realize that if he just like walks out, it all these locks will stop him and the, the chain and all that. But what he doesn't take into account is if he's got DID and he's just waking up another person smart enough to cognitively just take the chain apart, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and like, take the tape off the door and put idiot. the tape back on the door. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Redo the sands, yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I really love, you know, the build-up and him working at the museum. Uh, clearly, I think, you know, it's interesting, like, going into, like, Egyptian mythology, um, especially in, like, recent years where, you know, it's all about that Norse mythology. There's, like, non-stop. So this entire segment of godhood that we get to explore. Uh, you know, and, you know, very realistic per- treatment of someone working in retail, right? Am I right? <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, <laughs> I know what his boss's name was, but I presumed it was Karen, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wasn't very... I don't think it was, I can't remember what... You want inventory management, Stevie? My name's Steven, actually. I mean, it's closer than Scott, so, I mean, he's got that... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed like the cut together, like sequence of him in the Alps and his loss of memories in between. I think that was quite well done. Uh, even if the action was like a bit, uh, and the trucks were a bit, like you said, a bit, I can't remember what exactly we said. play doh Play-Doh-y. I did enjoy like the, the logs just coming out of nowhere. <laughs> that was quite amusing. Um. Hey, where the fuck did they come from? I'm I'm just presuming Mark had set that up or something. I How? assume they finally fell from when he crashed into the the one earlier. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, semi- that could be a thing. Could okay, have, I... And then they finally started falling down the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can take it. Mm-hmm. Although one, the best moment in the episode might have been him overtaking that lady in the with the chickens, and just sticking the finger, slipping the bird. No, my favorite moment bird. was the lady in the elevator who was like just like, and I'm going to visit my friend Lisa. She's here. No, no, and she's coming now in this apartment number five. Um, that she did not know anyone in that apartment. She was totally no. just knocking on the first door that she could. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will. I thought Ethan Hawke was like, how about really that good? opening for a start? Like, oh, the the yes. ritual. Um, mm. Glass in the shoes. Glass in the shoes. I don't know where that comes from. I'm sure it's, it's like symbolic a- in some way. It's like a old school Catholic penance sort of thing. Back from yeah, it's back from when like monks used to like uh, lash themselves. Yeah, stuff. it's like a it's like a self punishment because the so it would be and this is It'd totally me just thing based it, on it's to- this is totally me just going off like other religious sort of similar things, but it's totally like a self punishment to because he deserves it to right the the wrongs he does for. Uh, whatever the god is, so like that's yeah, yeah. I thought that was quite interesting, but yeah, Ethan Hawke's having a good time. I think you know, is Ethan this- Hawke's about to have a good year. I think, yeah. I feel like between this, um, I mean, not to say Ethan Hawke has bad years. Like he's a well-known, like he's, great actor. He's, 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 he's yeah. a he's, he's this- a character actor, like for, yeah. for the most part. But between this and the phone booth uh, later Black this year, phone. Black oh, Phone. The, phone. The- yeah, the button, yeah, let's go back fine. I think, whatever, which was delayed out of January or whatever, fucking driving out the wall. Anyway, between that and this, <laughs> I think he's about to have a good year. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, he so I enjoyed Oscar Isaac slowly figured it out. You know, he gets the uh, gets the thing in the Alps, wakes up, misses his date. Bummer. Um, interesting him calling his mother constantly and like, is that going to be a thing? How does she not tell him that she's like he? It acts like he's calling her at the same time every single day. Um. That could be a thing. I reckon there's more to her. Like, maybe she is... She knew the entire time and just didn't let him. She loves Mark something more. Something happened? Or... She's like, yeah. maybe. Uh, <laughs> then the goldfish, you know? You, know? you really love that goldfish with the one fin at the start. And then, you know, it's got two fins. Got two fins. And then he put it in, like, a blender. Um, well, either blend He didn't actually blend it, but that's the cup. easiest way he could bring it that's to the, the cup store. Yeah, Will exactly. it blend? That's- <laughs> I um probably. I was very surprised by the uh disembodied voice. I guess I'll call it. I yeah. guess it is the the staffed uh, creature. But I I don't know why it just seemed like I wasn't expecting that to be part of this show in terms of you know that kind of uh, calling him an idiot and and that kind of humor coming through. Mm. Um, I thought that was. It worked. It was just, yeah, it was unexpected for that to be within what was going on. It's a, um, it's the character's Konshu, uh, which is the god of the moon. Yep. So, you know, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, you know, he finds the phone. Someone called Layla has been calling Mark for several months. Mm. Never answers. Like, pretty pretty much dick move right <laughs> he needs to um listen to some eric clapton and, and find out what what it is about layla's you know damn i hate you both <laughs> the fact that you i really hate you both i mean even even if i knew God what it was damn. i probably would have people like, should listen to fucking eric clapton holy shit don't start damn, talking about things people should listen to or watch god <laughs> i hate no actually hopefully you're in the same boat as i am for part of that conversation so don't make me name and shame on this podcast uh, yeah and then you know we get the at the end he's doing the inventory and then he gets attacked by a freaking Egyptian dog mummy thing which didn't look Egyptian, great but you know Egyptian werewolf. it, it was I enough know. the thing is we never really got a proper look at it really like it was it's always probably dark for the best. probably for the best focus. yeah it's probably for the yeah. best <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably why it looks. You know, they just they're like, yeah, it's not going to be seen. Probably we're never going to um, show it. Yeah, let's just half do it. Yeah. Why spend money on that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then Stephen gives control to Mark, and Mark beats the shit out of it. <laughs> like full on beats the crap out of that. See, dog. I'm, I'm as far as what I had like knew, known of Moon Knight. I didn't think Mark was Moon Knight. Like I thought Moon Knight was a different thing, but um. I shall see if I'm completely... I'm either wrong or there's more to this going forward. So I think there's... There's potential. I think there's more to this. Yeah. I yeah. think... Because he never... He's an like, avatar, so maybe the avatars have multiple ways to become yeah. a yeah. knight. Like, yeah, fire, earth, water, and air, you know. Um, but, but even then, I don't think, like, for the period of the Swiss... He did disappear, apparently, Alps, for several months, so... Yeah. Just like the other. And. <laughs> yeah, because Mark's even the like guy the... who walked in and brought a goldfish. Like, he didn't go in as Moon Knight. You know? no. yeah. yeah, so he's not always that. And I guess the period in the Alps, it didn't seem like he was changing into 
the costume every time that the the flicks happen because you know he was bloody and his hands were bloody and stuff like that so i also enjoyed him throwing the gun at the car as if that would do anything and then the the, yeah the whatever the voice the voice just being like why would you do that (laughs) (laughs) did you just throw the gun (laughs) the one thing you can sort of help that can help him just throw it at the car (laughs) fucking idiot Hey, I appreciate that in the cupcake van, his first protocol was just to start smushing cupcakes into the dude's face <laughs> that was trying to attack him. Just so, so many good small moments. Just him waving at the dude. Completely oblivious that that guy's going to try and kill him in a second. I feel like that um that scene where he just talks to the statue dude like sums up this dude's life. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Like, dude, that yeah. scene, I was like... I think just that scene alone, I was like, oh, Oscar, Oscar's having fun, and Oscar's doing a lot with this role already. <laughs> but also, he's very just depressing. Just from that one little section. Yeah. You know that girl's telling you about? When you don't respond at all, because you're playing a fucking fetch. <laughs> he's, like, helping that dude be like, don't forget the tip! <laughs> like, <laughs> I got you a sandwich, yeah. and then tips I mean, him. Yeah. Gets him a sandwich, and then tips him. Like, <laughs> come on. I mean, yeah, it is, it's the model uh, Twitch <laughs> Imagine the the yeah the statue being like like that guy. You know what? Props to him for holding his shit together after somebody was like, "Yeah, I got a date with this girl. I can't remember asking her out on the no. date." And he's like, "But I'll <laughs> go anyway because that's totally yeah, fine." I'm, go- I'm gonna go. It's like fucking hell. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I love how the episode ended. I think it's like a cool way to end it, and like. It's a shame, like you said, it would have been good to have two episodes to kick things off, but I guess we have to wait it's, a whole week. I guess there's it's, only seven episodes, so I think. Uh, so, you don't want to put it all. It's nice, it's nice that we're not waiting until, like, episode five or six to see Moon Knight. Like, I guess that has been a nice. bit of a trend in terms of the series so far. Where like, it takes- the big reveal at the end of the series is they get into the costume. Yeah. Yeah, There's like the only six group. episodes according to Six idea. episodes, okay So yeah, I was about to say seven would be like Come on, do the double premiere after seven <laughs> Okay, okay, six Crazy Uh, but yeah what, what do, you, do you guys have any expectations Of what's coming up? <laughs> no, I feel like out of all the no. shows And characters so far, this is like the one that All of us know the least about So we're sort of just all going in um, Learning as we go um, yep. Which is cool uh, to just discuss it like that and not do a lot of like, oh, but this thing, this thing. And also it's not connected to anything else. It's not a character that's spun out of another show or movie. Like, it's just sort of a, a fresh MCU thing, which is yeah. which is cool. And I love Oscar Isaac. So, you know, like, it's just great to watch him do do his thing where he'll play a bunch of uh, different uh, personalities at the same time, which is going to be fun to see. Um, and, yeah, I just hope the action and the the cgi gets improved as we go forward into some of the integral scenes but i mean at the end of the day i don't know like how much i really care i feel like i at the end of the day i it's going to be like what i would actually rather is just oscar isaac and ethan Hawke just talking rather than fight scenes to be honest like uh yeah yeah absolutely so yeah uh let us know what you thought of the first episode of moon knight by going to explosion.com slash twitter or jump into our Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. If you want to help us out here at all new Marvelcasts, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchase, or leave us five stars anywhere you can leave us five stars. And as always, just tell people about the show. 
And if you like this episode, that was worth it all, head on over to the Kofi page, explosionnetwork.com slash support. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you watch next week's episode of Moon Knight and join us next time for another all-new Marvel cast. Thank you.